Macaulay Culkin was home alone Without the internet or a mobile phone Didn't have things to stop him getting downcast Like listening to this podcast Baby, we're on What's the time? It's four to ten. All right, it feels like five in the morning. Because <laughs> you're not sleeping enough. I know. So welcome back to our Friday roundup of the isolation booth. Yes. My name is Anna. My name is Anna. And here we go. Let's get on with it. Okay, do you want to start? I think you have sort of events from the beginning of the week uh, to do with the space. Yeah, so I thought, you know, as if Corona wasn't enough, um, (laughs) apparently there was also an asteroid passing by Earth. I think it was midweek this week. It was an asteroid that is more than a mile wide and it passed pretty close to Earth, although it was still, you know, relatively far away at the same time. I guess for space uh, distances, that's (laughs) close enough. So apparently it was 3.9 million miles away, which is about 16 times the distance between Earth and the moon. But when I saw that, it did it did make me giggle a little bit like, all right, we've got this pandemic raging on Earth and now there's this asteroid. Maybe that <laughs> was just like help coming from the gods, you know, <laughs> just ended their misery in like one go. Um that's interesting. I think you had another one of uh, the Pentagon releasing some interesting videos. Yes, it's been a bit of a theme this week. I'm sure other people saw this one as well. As you just said, the Pentagon released three UFO videos taken by US Navy pilots. Um, so apparently these had already been circulating in the public domain. Mm-hmm. Um, for a few years, but um, the Pentagon made the decision to release them now to clear up any misconceptions and, and rumors about whether they were actually real or fake or if there was more to actually, it. Yeah, I was just going to ask if they're real because I was I was watching them and it's just the, the language that the pilots are using doesn't sound very professional. <laughs> it sounds like more to do is like in their computers. Like, <laughs> it does. What is that, man? Like, I don't oh know. my God, look at that. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It it's spinning. It's, it just doesn't sound real. But hey, I mean, we've been, I think since the 40s, uh, we've been bombarded with fake, um, you know, ovni paraphernalia. Yes, but I mean, I imagine if the Pentagon released them now, that there's, I mean, that these are real sightings, whatever they may be, if they are actually UFOs or not. So apparently the uh, one video is actually from 2004, so they are actually quite old. Um, and that's that why one... the lack of professional uh, <laughs> language. <laughs> So, so this one shows an oblong object hovering above the Pacific Ocean. And then so it sort of just hovers above the, the water and then it flies away really quickly. And then the other one from 2015 shows um, 
objects moving very quickly through the sky and one of them does appear to be sort of like spinning mm. around on its own axis um just to mention there will always be ufos that's the that's the general term for anything that they cannot identify um so these definitely are ufos is whether they're extraterrestrial right. or not fair enough good point yeah so we've got we've got a pandemic we've got asteroids and we've got ufos Yeah, that's, that's a good start of the week, I think. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> um, I, on the other hand, I don't know if I mentioned it. Um, you know how you, when you speak another language, and at some point, once you've lived in it for long enough, you start dreaming in that language. This week I had my first uh, coronavirus environment dream. I said, in my dream, we weren't allowed to go out and we weren't allowed to socialize with a lot of people. Like COVID was never mentioned, but it was implied. I knew that that's, that was why. So it was kind of funny to have my first dream uh, in COVID world. Yeah, I feel like that's actually taken you quite a while. I definitely had one as well. I think mine have, might have been last You're saying I'm slow? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I think mine was was actually more directly more more obviously related to corona in the sense that I think I've, I dreamt that I couldn't breathe and my lungs were collapsing and so apparently having these dreams is actually very very common this is another thing that I read um, this week it was a survey done by King's College London together with um, Ipsos Mori Um, where they were, well, I mean, they were questioning people about all sorts of things um, to do with this current situation. But one of the things that they, uh, one of the stats they came up with was related to pandemic dreams. And apparently two in five people are actually having some sort of pandemic related dream. It might not, again, it might not be as obviously. It's similar um, to mine that is just kind of implied in the background rather than actually being involved. Yeah. Or just some sort of like anxiety um dream i guess like yours like not being able to breathe <laughs> um some other interesting stats from this survey a quarter of all the people they asked believed uh in the theory that the virus was probably created in a lab right rather than coming from the the yeah, animal the, uh, the market on average people say that it would take them another sort of six weeks until the current measures actually become extremely difficult to cope with, which I thought was inter was interesting. Six weeks, that's over a month. So people think that, okay, I can sort of deal with a few more weeks, but if it's like a month and a half longer still that we're in the situation, then then it's really going to become extremely difficult. Welcome to the new world. <laughs> half of the people, 49%, so almost half of the people say They have felt more anxious and depressed. 38% uh, have slept less or less well than normal. One of them sitting right here across from me. Yeah, but it's not because of that. <laughs> Is it not? No, it's because I just give myself like doing this stuff. I like every time I'm about to switch the computer off, I'm like, oh, I can do this. And then, yeah. Yeah, but that's also, I guess that's also influenced by the circumstance that you're in. So... Well, that yeah, might not be the case. I have the laptop on Usually. Me. Yeah. Well, anyway. Also, very unsurprisingly, but 19% have drunk more alcohol than normal. And another 19% have argued with their family or housemates more than normal. I mean, those are inevitable things. 
I mean, maybe the alcohol. <laughs> you, you have some dog <laughs> I mean, in it. You, you, really you can actually help it. Sort of but have a arguing, choice. But arguing with more of your family. I mean, you can, especially if you're sharing the space. Oh, it's bound to happen. Like, ask any family with kids and ask any, like, it's just, it just doesn't us. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's two people in here and we still manage to get, uh, you know, um, all riled up once in a while. Anyway, there was obviously a lot, a lot, a lot more in that survey, but I just thought I'd pick out some of the, the more curious numbers. Um, what's up? What else have you got? I got. Um, so yesterday, I found an article, uh, in the Time magazine and done by Jamie Ducharme or Ducharme. <laughs> I butchered that one. Yeah, he just uh, released an article because apparently there's been um, link between some rashes uh, on the skin of some patients of coronavirus. And the report started in in uh, Italy, in the Lombardy area. There was one of the doctors, he started to realize that there was like a, in a, at least 20% of his patients were having like rashes and first by like marks on, around their feet. Um, then they don't know exactly what the connection is, but it seems to be a link. Uh, there was another person, another doctor reporting as well in France and also in New York. So there seems to be definitely a correlation. We just don't know exactly what yet. So just it's kind of funny because we had some friends and I had myself at some point um, like really flaky skin, which I don't think is related. No. I think that was just <laughs> because we were indoors and obviously. Exactly. The skin reacts, but anyway, it made me think of that. That maybe, maybe some people not, maybe some people actually did have that, but who knows? Is that how frostbite manifests itself? No, like no, no. Frostbite looks very much like frostbite, as in like swelling and purple, okay. and then it almost looks like your part, whatever is affected, is gonna fall off your your body. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. but no, no, no. There's there's two different types of like rashes that there are people are having, like just like a red rash of dry skin, mostly on their torsos, and then in the feet is where the guy they get the frostbite like right. um, process. Right, but it's so it's only about twenty. Yeah, it seems like uh, so far. Uh, the doctors have, that have been making notes, I guess, depending on how many patients they're seeing, they all seem to have a ratio of like 20%. Okay. Hmm. Well, in terms of more, more medical news, um, I also thought it was interesting, the whole news about how corona affects children, because obviously so far it's been much more related to elderly people, although there have also obviously been cases where uh, younger people have died and also some children but um, I guess there was still this concept that um, children are safer or not as affected by it and now there's more and more reports of um, this very rare but potentially lethal inflammatory syndrome in children which they are also linking to to corona now um, so basically doctors suspect that this syndrome is a post-infection inflammatory response where the immune system overreacts in the wake of an infection meaning that maybe all these kids did have corona right. but they weren't showing the sort of infection symptoms but rather the immune system then kicks in and goes a bit crazy and has this sort of inflammatory response to it um 
And then that's actually what becomes lethal potentially. Um, again, this is not happening very widely or as of as we know yet, but um, there's been about a hundred cases in at least six countries. Right. So um, it does seem to be. Well, that'll be an interesting something. one to keep an eye on. Hmm. So keep an eye for frostbite and swelling. <laughs> I mean, we're not kids, but yes. Well, the first bite, it goes for everyone. And if you have kids, as some of our listeners might have, um, yeah, just keep an eye. Um, I think we're heading towards the end of the week and to do with news. And Maybe just a quick positive one that um, in South Korea, they reported a few days ago that there, there are no more cases. So right. just to throw a positive one in there. Well, actually, that kind of uh, links nicely into uh, the briefing yesterday being given by Boris Johnson, where he where he declares that we've been, uh, it seems like we're past the peak. And uh, from next week, he's going to be releasing a, a comprehensive plan of how we're exiting. It's, it's, I, lo I love how he kind of throw the word exit in the, the lockdown uh, phase. But... Yeah, anyway, one of the things that I'm not sure I agree with because he mentions something like uh, the NHS was never overwhelmed throughout this time and no one was rejected service and everyone who needed intensive care was given it. And I don't know, I want to think that NHS staff might disagree on that. Uh, and a lot of patients who were disencouraged to even look for or seek medical advice, um, you know, you cannot be rejected if you're from the beginning told not to even look for it. That's very true. But anyway, other than that, he mentions also also that maybe from next week, some uh, industries might, might start easing up the lockdown measures that we might, um, you know, restart activities. And in fact, we do have a listener and former guest who wrote to us that he is actually back at work now. That's right. Uh, it's kind of funny because the episode where we interview James came out this week, uh, but he's already actually been at work for a week already. Oh, so, good timing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's, you know, straight out of the oven update. You know, talking about Boris made me think yesterday there was a news of uh, the vice president of the U.S., uh, Mike Pence, going to a clinic in Minnesota, not wearing any mask uh, to prevent any infection. It obviously made me think of Boris Johnson because that's how he ended up in hospital. Baffling. And uh, I think the best part is that uh, at some point he got the wife to declare that he wasn't aware that he needed to be wearing a mask. <laughs> How? I don't know. How? <laughs> I was just like, how? Who doesn't know about this time that they need to be wearing a mask? And also, I looked at the, you know, all of this I got it from Twitter. It was all over the place on Twitter. And the actual news came from CNN and NBC. And I was looking at the pictures, and there's, I think, at least eight people plus the patient or eight people with the patient, whatever. And they all wearing masks. He's the only one standing there, like, with not a mask. And Although, like, I, I can see, I think, in the picture, if you look at it, that there's a point where he's just standing really awkwardly. Like, it's as, as if it just down on him that, oh, crap. I, mean, I forgot something. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> what is the difference? Find the difference. <laughs> oh, well, good luck to him. Yeah. Is that it? I think so. Cool. Uh, just to finish on a, uh, also a kind of nice note. 
I received my, you know, coffee festival email update. Uh, and I just wanted to As mention... As you do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure everyone receives a coffee festival update. Well, yeah, there's a, a few, you know, if you are looking for your coffee fix and you want to have like nice beans, but also help, they actually have pretty good offers. Uh, Caravan uh, has 20% of the, I'm not actually plugging, by the way. This, we're not being sponsored uh, of anything. <laughs> I was just gonna. I'm say. just saying, like, like they have good discounts for people, and if you want to help, that's that's the place to go. The roasting party are offering discount to police and NHS staff, and I think they also, whenever someone else uh, buys, then 20% of that other purchase goes uh, towards those services. Uh, Rosalind Coffee also donating for every purchase they donate the same amount to the NHS. Red Bank Coffee Roasters a uh, portion of their purchases uh, is completely going to uh, COVID-19 relief. Yeah so you just have a look at those and order your coffee and help out. I was gonna say in short drink coffee to help people. That's that's how I do it. Uh, yeah I think that's it. Um, or only you got anything else? I think that's all. Okay. Thank you for listening, guys. I uh, hope you have a really good weekend. Please uh, listen, share, subscribe, reach out to us on our social media. You could email us. Yeah, that is at isolationbootpod at gmail.com. Or you could go onto Twitter and send us a tweet. That works at isolationbootpod.com. Or there's also the option of Facebook. Yes, that's the isolation booth. But we have Instagram as well, and that is at the isolation booth pod. There we go. Yes. So many options for you. Yeah. And wash your hands. Happy isolation. Bye. Bye. Hold on. We forgot. We need to give the answers of the birds. Quick. second one i feel like i hear that one a lot yeah it seems like a familiar it, it seems like one of the song. most common um common ones and the second one noises that's the one with the brilliant noises do you remember the name no it's the long tailed tit the last one which we have we had uh, a listener writing in to get it right actually if you remember yes What was it? You say that you remember what it is. Please tell me. Was it a 
Blackbird. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one that we did. Uh, also, get the listeners uh, writing in to to tell us that's the one he got. Uh, and that's it, guys. All right, we're off. I think. Bye. Bye. I get around, but that's not me. Now we're housebound, staying inside, staying indoors, trying to obey these draconian laws. Baby, we're on lockdown. Baby, we're on lockdown. Maybe I'm feeling a little bit blue, but it's not about me, it's about you. Wash your hands, don't touch your face. You're better off inside, I rest my case. Baby, we're on lockdown Baby, we're on lockdown Staying inside because of this virus Trying to find things to inspire us Take a bit of time for a little self-care Or maybe I'll just play with my facial Internet or a mobile phone didn't have things to stop him getting downcast like listening to this podcast. Baby, we're on lockdown.